People think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. And welcome to Kidney Talk. Boy, today we are still at PEP. We have one of these guys who are being trained here, and he is a wonderful, talented person. I heard him sing earlier. Oh, my goodness. And Did he, he bring the house down? Oh, my gosh. He, he is just wonderful. And here he is having kidney disease and being an entertainer in New York City. Well, what's it like, Stephen? I mean, you're an entertainer, too. What are some of the fears that come up? Well, I'm not really an entertainer, you know. I, I, I started as an actor, and then I, I'm a director-producer now. But, you know, it, once again, is you don't tell people you have kidney disease. They're not going to hire you. Right. You know, why would they hire you? Unless you're, you know, Tom Cruise and they need you. Right. But why would they hire you when there's thousands and thousands of actors, thousands of singers? So why would we hire Aaron Battle to be a sing a, a week's engagement when oh my gosh he has kidney disease what if he gets he, sick what if he gets sick what if his kidneys fail you know in a week so uh, you know that's know. what they think and so we're going to talk to him about the struggles of of uh, you know uh, being a kidney patient being an entertainer you know it's also not a steady business how he you know handles right. that and everything and maybe we maybe we can just coax him to sing just a little bit for I us. am going to be very persuasive driving a cab in a Big Apple could really get on your nerves with all the traffic the noises the rude drivers oh watch where you're going wise guy get some glasses oh where was I oh yeah the rude drivers. There's one thing I wish was a little louder and not so quiet. Secondary hyperparathyroidism. I know it's a big word, but you know what? It's a big problem. It's often referred to as a silent disease. I didn't even know what I had until I experienced weakness, achy bones, itchy skin, and sexual dysfunction. But you didn't hear that last one from me. Some people call it the bone disease because of the loss of too much phosphorus and calcium. But what you don't know, Mr. Smarty Pants, is that it also affects soft tissue like the heart, the lungs, the blood vessels, bada bing, bada boom, and that's about everything. So don't be a wise guy. Wise up and talk to your doctor about the big boy. Secondary hyperparathyroidism. Whoa, for crying out loud, do me a favor, Grandma. Get off the road and throw away your keys. In New York City, such a beautiful disease. Such a beautiful Such a beautiful disease Welcome, Aaron Battle. We have you here, and we are so lucky because you're like a triple threat, right? You, you're an actor, a singer, a dancer. You cook a mean French toast. Yeah. How did you know that? I know, Aaron. <laughs> please. <laughs> How did you know that I cooked the main French toast? I also do mean chicken as well. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, mean chicken. What's in your mean chicken? Oh, garlic. Garlic. It, lots yeah. of That'll garlic. make anybody mean. Yeah. Especially if you sleep next to them. They'll keep people away, well, too. You know, I don't trust anyone who doesn't like garlic. Well, Aaron, this is so interesting. You're a dialysis patient, and you're pursuing your career on Broadway, and, and you're an actor, singer, dancer. How, how does that affect your career? 
Well, it, it does affect the career, um, basically, because uh, the only, the problem is is rehearsal time. Once you get in the show, it doesn't matter because you're, re- you're doing the show in the evenings, of course. And that rehearsal is the problem in trying to get a director who is flexible enough to allow you to take those three days where you can't, may not be able to come to rehearsal or you have to... He has to work around your schedule as opposed to how he's doing his schedule. So that becomes a very difficult Now, when thing. you audition, Aaron, um, do you tell the people you have kidney disease or not, do you not do that? Not when I audition. If they don't hire me, they don't need to know. Right. But, <laughs> and after they want you and they're dying to have Aaron Battle star in their show, then you say, hey, by the way, I got kidney disease? Well, I know I would I would do it probably not, you know, like that way, but I would actually tell them later that if, if I've got to a point where, you know, of course, they do 12 auditions and I'm, I'm on my seventh audition callback and I'll say, look, now if you're really seriously thinking about using me, I, I do need to tell you something. And then explain to them that um, I do have kidney disease and that I, I am on dialysis and I will need to um, have my treatments. And, and what do they say? Do they say, okay, I'll work mm-hmm. around you? Are they understanding? What's their response? Most of the time they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't say anything. Actually, <laughs> they and drop the phone. They, well, yeah. Most of the time, they don't say anything. You don't get that seventh callback. Oh, right, okay. exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, I got to tell you, yeah. you're, you're a better man than I am because yeah. I know I that I wouldn't tell them until after they hired me mm-hmm. and I signed the contract. Yeah. And you know? so once you find out that they find out you have kidney disease, so the it just stops, huh? Yeah, it does. That's it, really it'll, sad. It'll stop. Yeah, it will. And then again. Um, unless they've had some sort of experience with any kind of health issues, they right. may kind of go, and and it, it all depends on how how real how much how badly they want oh, you, right. and how they think. Well, can I? How you know? How good is he well, going to be? Why do they need to know? Could you not do dialysis in the daytime and then go to rehearsals? Um, it all depends on how they're rehearsing. Um, most Broadway shows rehearse starting anywhere from 8 o'clock in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. So sometimes oh. you don't have that opportunity. And again, you would have to have someone who's who would be interested or flexible enough to say, okay, Aaron, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Aaron has to be at dialysis from 6 to, um, you know, I go in the morning. So if he's going from 6 to 11, he cannot be here from 8 o'clock to 11. But, you know, what happens if I want to rehearse the scene that he's in from 6 to, you know, from that time? Well, so have you ever thought about problem. home dialysis? I mean, you just sound like a perfect candidate for home yeah, for dialysis. Yeah, for home hemodialysis. Are you, are you a hemodialysis yes, person? Now, have you ever thought of home hemo, like Lori said? I I have thought of home hemo, but it is not offered a lot where I am. In number New York one, City? No, they won't. It's very difficult. Number one, because most people live in apartments. You have to change the water system. You have to get oh. all that information, all, all of some right. of those things. And, and sometimes the water in older buildings but, is difficult. But, yeah, but now Lori, they have next stage where you yeah, don't need the you water. Don't, you don't need the water with next well, stage. Well, we, I'll have to look into that. That is something that I've been talking to them about. But again, it, it depends. I think there's some sort of thing going on about next stage and how many units are using it and who uses it and why. Well, not many it. units are using right. it, but it's getting more and more popular. Mm-hmm. I myself is on next stage mm-hmm. and it's unbelievable. I, my schedule is so flexible now. Uh, I can do it at midnight. I can do it at three in the morning. I could do it at nine in the morning. I actually did have a nurse at my unit give me a pamphlet and she said to me, I'm working on this, but you can't talk to anybody. 
So <laughs> I'm not sure. I, you know, it's and the also, Aaron, the, the the way you will feel is miraculous mm-hmm. because uh, you do it every day. You do it six times a week. You know, depending on your and body size. you don't size. have the fluid gains. Well, mm-hmm. What do you like to do? Do you like to sing, dance, act? What's your favorite? Everyone like, asks me that. You know, the thing is, is that what I'm What you really want to do is direct. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm doing at the time is my favorite. Uh, and they're paying me. Uh, actually, I, I love singing. I, I really probably would say singing is my favorite. But I do like them all. Uh, singing, if I couldn't sing, I, I don't know what I would do. Really What's some of your favorite songs or artists? Yeah, what kind of songs do you sing? I mean, do you sing rap, jazz? Uh, jazz. Mostly. Country music? You Most... look like a big country music person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cowboy well, boots give it away, yeah. don't they? Could be a new career. Yeah. I'm, I'm open for anything. I do a lot of jazz and a lot of pop of standards, um, you know, the old standards. Um, like Cole, like Michael Eckstein. Feinstein type music? Yeah, yeah, Michael Feinstein. <laughs> Sorry, that was an insult. No, it wasn't. Actually, Michael's a very nice person. Oh, uh, <laughs> but um, yes, I, I usually do um, those stuff. When we come songs. back, um, Aaron is going to sing for us. Yes, but he's not going to sing Michael Feinstein. I no, don't think. I don't think so. New York City, such a beautiful. What's the secret ingredient for delicious yet healthier meals? Why, Mrs. Dash seasoning blends, of course. The 12 varieties of Mrs. Dash are all made up with a unique blend of 14 natural herbs and spices to make side dishes snap, potato pop, and dinner dates unbelievable. And since Mrs. Dash has always been salt-free with no MSG, you can create great-tasting meals full of only one thing, mouth-watering flavor. Here's an easy-to-make, healthy recipe idea. Coat some boneless chicken breast in a mixture of Parmesan cheese, breadcrumbs, and Mrs. Dash Original Blend. Saute in extra virgin olive oil until done. Then give a small squeeze of fresh lemon juice and serve over your favorite pasta. Doesn't that sound good? Well, for more information, visit MrsDash.com. Mrs. Dash, salt-free, flavorful. New York City, such a beautiful disease. New York City, such a beautiful, such a beautiful disease. So, Aaron, tell me what what is one of your more interesting roles, or the one you you enjoy playing the most? Actually, one of my favorite roles was uh, playing Jake in Sideshow. Um, it's, um, if you don't know what Sideshow, it's a story about the Hilton sisters who were the Siamese twins. Um, the Hilton sisters? The Hilton sisters, yes. They were, like Paris Hilton? No. Oh. I, don't think, I don't think they were related, but yes. Uh, but they were Siamese twins, conjoined oh, twins, okay, I okay. should I'm say. Oh, okay, okay, I'm in the wrong era. And you played one of the twins? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
They have the best songs. I wish I did. Um, no, I played one of the freaks because it's about it's a freak show. It's during that period of time when there were freak shows, and I was the African boogie boogeyman. And um, that was your freak thing. Yeah. Did, yeah. You didn't. All you said was you were the African. I was. Boogie a, I was. A, I was a cannibal. Basically, oh. they had you know African American. Um, people in the United States be, uh, become they made them cannibals because you know no one knew and it's like either you're from Africa or you were black so um, in the freak shows you they made you that's how you got a job that's how you worked and stayed out of the soup soup lines but Jake was Jake fell in love with one of the with the twins and the story is about love more than it is about the twins and it actually didn't run very long on Broadway it actually won Tonys but it didn't didn't run very long. Um, and the show is just a beautiful, it's a beautiful love story. Uh, What's the name of it again? Sideshow. Oh, okay. Sideshow. It's so funny. I, I, some, I'm a film producer. I don't Mm. know if you know that. And a person gave me a movie script that I wonder if it was based on that. It was, uh. Uh, it's called Patchman Blue and the Devil's Lover, and this woman played a freak in the freak show, mm-hmm. and she she was very deformed, and she was called the Devil's Lover, uh-huh. and it was a really interesting. You know what I show. think? I think it may may have been. Yeah, it sounds very familiar. So what what are some of the songs you like to sing? Well, you said uh, Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. I, I love Nat King Nat Cole. Cole. Oh, he's great. Um, I did a tribute to Billy Eckstein. Um, a lot of people who don't know Billy Eckstein was, he was a very handsome, very well-dressed man in the 1940s um, who um, had this really great deep voice. Um, <clears throat> and was actually a, a, a big Bobby Sox or fan, you know, one of the first African-Americans who kind of crossed over from into the, the that, uh, that having white a white audience. Um, and I love I love any uh, any of that era, the Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughan, that that whole that whole era. No, oh, you music. and my wife would get along fabulously. <laughs> I mean, she she doesn't listen to anything that past the forties. You know, that's that's this modern too crazy music for her in well, the forties. Well, there really isn't a point. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. MC Hammer isn't played so, in your house. No, not really. So give us a little. Can you give us a little Nat King Cole for us, or? There was a boy, a very strange enchanted boy, and though he traveled very far, very far, over land and sea, a little shy. But sad of and very wise was he. But you don't sound like a kidney patient at all. Oh, wow. He sounds like My a Broadway God. singer. How do you like that? The kidney disease didn't affect your voice at all, did it? Thank God. No, I was actually. I have to tell you, I was petrified that I probably, like I said earlier, if I couldn't sing, I don't know what I would do. I really thought at one point my stamina was so low that I couldn't, and I couldn't breathe very yeah, well. You can't so, hold those those yeah. long notes and mm-hmm. everything. So I I lost some of the support, and I and I didn't sing for I didn't sing for almost a year, and I the only thing I kept saying to my doctors was. Will I be able to sing again? I knew I probably couldn't dance again, but I knew that I could sing again. I know how that, that, that feels because I broke like, my hand uh, just a few weeks ago, 
and uh, I, I thought I could never play the piano again. And my <laughs> wife said, you didn't play the piano anyway. <laughs> so, well, uh, I have to ask you, do you know any songs from The Wizard of Oz? The Wizard of Oz or, or The Wiz? <laughs> okay, I'll settle for The Wiz. She's a Wizard of Oz freak. You I, are. I am a Wizard of Oz freak. Do I, I know love. Any, I, well, of course I know Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Can you do just a couple and, of bars of that or is that too, is not that not one of your songs? Um, it, or I, The Wiz. I, I could really, take Well, no, I don't usually sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Um, it depends on the audience. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it's it's somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, there's a land that I heard of once in a lullaby somewhere over the rainbow skies are blue and the That you dare to dream really do come true. Wow, that's amazing. That was beautiful. And it's so weird. You singing that song and you wearing the ruby red slippers now. It's just amazing. It's just oh. amazing. So what are your hopes for the future about your kidney disease and, and, and how you're gonna handle it? Well, my hopes, I really uh, want to, I really would like to, after receiving my transplant, I really would like to continue performing, as well as I, I would like to um, get my master's degree in social work and try and help more people. Since I was diagnosed and since I became active and ag- advocate um, for um, kidney patients, I uh decided that it would be a very good thing for me to, to get myself out there and do some more work. And so you've been here in Los Angeles now for this pep training. And yes. what did you get from that? And how, what do you, has your attitude changed towards anything? Um, actually, I'm much more excited. I am so excited about this. I, I cannot tell you, it has been the most thrilling four days uh, it, that I've, I've had in a long time. Um, meeting all of these people and 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 getting to the practice and getting the speeches and 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 just knowing that there are going to be a uh, a core of people out there giving information and good information about kidney disease and and I I am just thrilled that Lori asked me to um, be a part of this. I'm I'm thrilled. Well, did you ever think you would be part of a a group of 579 years of kidney disease experience in one room for the last couple of days? Is that amazing? Is that like a new club? It it is the new 579 club. club. (laughs) It's like the 579 club, but that was usually for women who wore either 579. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And um, to you know, it's it's one of those things where you look around that room and you see all these people who 
appear healthy and they are they're vibrant and they're focused and they're fabulous and they're smart and it it really is it is it is a great thing to see and to, and to have them out in the world and have them go out in the world and show people that you know kidney disease is not the end of anyone's life and that you you can go on and that you can have a future well thank you Aaron and thank you for singing for me it's been absolutely lovely and I I don't know. I want to go take singing lessons. <laughs> and next time I'm in New York, I'm going to come see you when you're starring on Broadway. I hope so. Yes. And let's just hope it's not in Equus. We have to take your clothes off. <laughs> okay, okay. Think happy, positive thoughts. Happy, positive thoughts. Rainbows, puppies, and chocolate. Rainbows, puppies, and chocolate. Rainbows, puppies, and chocolate. Here we go. Oh! Rainstorms, pit bulls, and cheap candy. Are you tired of tape burns, infections, and embarrassing slips of your PD catheter? Oh, hurricanes, coyotes, and old fish sticks. I know she is. There's a revolutionary new product for dialysis patients developed by a dialysis patient. The PD security band will hold your catheter in place without using tape, helps prevent infections, and is custom made to fit your own body shape and size. It's long-lasting, affordable, and best part is, it's comfortable. For more details and get to your own PD security ban, log on to www.patientpride.com. Oh, tsunamis, rabies, and food poisoning. Like I said, that's www.patientpride.com. In New York City, such a beautiful disease. New York City, such a beautiful Such a beautiful Wow, what a voice he has. Oh, I just wanted him to continue singing. I just wanted him to continue dancing. <laughs> I mean, he was a great dancer, too. He's a triple threat, as we say in showbiz. I show know. He's a great entertainer and such a positive outlook. And I mean, he has a smile that brights up the whole room. A smile that brights up the whole room? How do you <laughs> that do that? lights up the whole oh, room. Oh, lights up the whole room. <laughs> it's, it's a like, light bright. I was light thinking bright. of light bright. I love bright. that yes. toy. Did you? I love light bright. <laughs> I, I got too. in so much trouble with that because I used to make dirty pictures with the light bright. And my parents got really upset with me. Oh, the, the dirty pictures with the light. What did you like make? I what? did anatomical parts out of oh, the little pegs. Man. Oh, goodness. You know, um, that's not bad. So he's been on dialysis for like three years, years. Yes. And, and waiting for a transplant like we all are. <laughs> Except for you, Lori. I know. Knock on wood, I'm getting ready to celebrate 17 years 17 of my transplant. Years. Wow. I can't even believe it. And you've had three of them, though. Yes. And I'm still waiting for my first one. I'm, How selfish I, and I tell are everybody you? to pee all you can pee. We can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our health care team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference. Renal Support Network would like to thank everyone who has made this show possible. 
Kidney Talk's founding sponsor is Amgen. Generous support is provided by Roche Pharmaceuticals and Astellas. Friends of Kidney Talk are Abbott Laboratories, American Region, and Fresenius Medical Care North America. Thank you for helping us stream health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. Visit rsnhope.org for more information. The opinions, recommendations, statements, and advice contained on Kidney Talk are for information only. You should not use the information on the show to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without first consulting with a qualified health care provider. Please consult with your health care provider about any questions or concerns you may have regarding your condition or dietary regimen.